You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Graphmatic and Paulie Dance. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a 5-star review. Take the Antidote. Yo, what's good? This is DJ Craftmatic. Welcome back to the Antidote Podcast. I got my boy Polly Dubs always. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, sir. We're back, man. Getting closer. We doing some numbers out here. Y'all fuck with us, man. We're at 24 episodes. 
Yeah, 25. This is 25. Oh, this is actually episode 25. Hey, that's a milestone, man. We got to celebrate that. Like, yeah, choose. Type of shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's dope, man. Uh, so, yeah, let's. we, we want to get into episode 25. It's, it's a great time. It's a great time of year, actually, just for sports. Uh, this is one of my favorite times is we get close to the NBA finals. And, uh, yeah, we talking playoffs, baby. It's playoffs. Yeah, playoff basketball, some crazy – uh, action been going on, especially a couple of crazy game sevens went down on Sunday. Now we are talking about championship basketball. Western yeah, this is where champions are made right here. Western Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals. Let's break down who's in, uh, what's going to happen, and who's going to take it all. So, yeah, we was just talking shit about it because these <laughs> niggas just got in. Uh, damn, Nuggets. You know, we live, we, we reside in, in Colorado. <clears throat> so, you know, Everything's been going wild because right now hockey playoffs has been popping and we've just lost in the hockey. And then, damn, fucking the Nuggets got bounced out, man. I was so sad because I just wanted to see the hometown do something for once, man. We was trying to make it back to the Western Conference Finals. They're just a young team, but we saw who got back in, man. Game seven, they played against Portland, and Portland got their ass dusted tonight, just like I would say. I got, I got Portland getting swept right now, playing Golden State, of course, who moved on. They beat the Rockets. I mean, I got, I got maybe a sweep this round. You got a sweep this round, even I if Durant doesn't play. Even if Durant doesn't play, I think they get swept. <laughs> okay, I, I'm with you there. I think Portland might be able to steal one in Portland. I yeah, think they have no chance. These are the last games too. You got to realize at the old stadium for Golden State. So yeah, Oakland's going to be loud because they're about to lose the Raiders and they're about to lose the Warriors here all in like a couple of months. So Real talk, bro. <laughs> Warriors, of course, building their new state of the art, uh billion dollar stadium, Chase Stadium, I think is what it's called. Something like that uh, in San Francisco. They're going to be in downtown San Francisco instead of Oakland. Yep. And you already know where the Niners are at. They're at Levi and Candlestick, uh, the old Candlestick, but it's pretty much the same location. And uh, No, the, they're in uh, Santa Clara now. Oh, that's oh, that's Santa Clara. Okay, my bad. Levi's Stadium is in Santa Clara. The old one was in San Francisco. Candlestick that got burnt down, so or torn down, or whatever. Rest in peace to Candlestick. Real talk. <laughs> yeah, all that shit moving from the bay. That's a whole. That's a whole different side story right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> the the last stand, you know, last thing that people on that side of the bay will be able to scream about for a while. They'll yeah. still be down for the Warriors, but. Also, could be the Warriors' last hurrah this season. As we see, there's a bunch of younger, hungrier teams coming up. The dynamic of the league is about to change drastically. We can touch base on that in a second here. But, yeah, I mean, the Warriors are going to sweep this this round. It just comes down to who they're going to play in the East. Um, can't count out Portland completely, though. They lasted. They outlasted the Nuggets. And uh, it's a surprise that they made it to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, it's it's a disappointment, though, because at least for the Nuggets, at least from my aspect, they're the better team. They whooped that ass oh, yeah. all year. I mean, Portland was getting beat by them all year, and they were down one of their best players after a gruesome injury. You know, Nurkic is out. Mm-hmm. They were beating them with Nurkic. I think they're a better team with Nurkic in. Like, to oh, yeah. Honest. But they seem to still be playing very well, and they, and they actually paired well. Cancer gave them a different uh, edge you know, to beat the Nuggets. And, man, it's like, damn, 
I, I really had underwhelming. I gotta, I gotta remember though, and this is what everybody gotta remember. They're a young team. They're actually oh, yes. like the second youngest team in the NBA. So when you look at the entire roster, you gotta give them a little bit of, you know, a little bit of space. They have literally no veterans. It is probably the oldest player on the team. Yeah, and he that's played like twenty minutes all year. <laughs> yeah, you know? and that's and that's a pretty that's a pretty crazy uh you know way to look at it. I mean, that dude's only been Millsap. In- Millsap probably the oldest. Oh, Millsap. Yeah, I forgot. That's what I was trying to think of. I was like, who's older than him in my head? Yeah, that's, yeah Paul Millsap has been around what like ten years, but that's yeah. still not that long compared to some other teams. You know, pe- people are in the the, the 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 all the way up to twenty, uh, where where. Vince Carter is, and then you got people who are under that, but they're like at 15, 16 years still, you know, st- somewhere around there. So, anyways, yeah, Nuggets yeah. are out. Um, and, and obviously, and we just watched uh, Portland just get that ass whooped. Um, the Warriors, no Durant, they're still deep, man. Uh, people have got to remember that they won a title without Durant. There's no LeBron this year. They so, like I feel like it's wide games. open. They won 73 games without Durant or something. Yeah. Whatever they broke that record, Durant Durant happens to be a addition that they got, and he happens just to be Kevin fucking Durant. So I, he's a snake still for that. I don't care. Oh yeah, he's a little <laughs> cupcake snake, man. Uh, one interesting thing I saw about Portland was it said after so three years ago, Nurkic actually we, you talked about him for a second, and he got traded from the Nuggets to Portland. I think it was three seasons ago, and since yeah. that since that trade. The three best records in the NBA have been Golden State, Houston, and Portland. Number three best record since that Nurkic trade in the whole league. So the, Nurkic obviously is is a difference maker for them. Losing him right. to that gruesome leg injury uh, in normal circumstances might have you know killed the team's morale. But this is this is a close team, uh, another team that's been built basically from the draft and from the ground up. Yeah, and. You well, know. not only that. This is this is fucking Dame Lillard's team. It's just that Nurkic is a better is a better center and player. That he does a little bit more than what Cantor does. Cantor gives you edge though and attitude. That's the difference. Um, coming in, Cantor has playoff experience. Obviously, playing with OKC back in the day and stuff like that. So Cantor has playoff experience. So that gives them some edge, and he's edgy. Um, so I like that, but they, <clears throat> against against the Warriors, man. I, Draymond Green would handle him. Yeah, exactly. Like Draymond Green is still that much better. So to me, Nurkic just would have filled out the the roster better. I think if Nurk, honestly, how the Nuggets played, if Nurkic would have played, Portland would have won in, in six. To me, but yeah. it, it's and that's just because the rest of the team, you know, as far as like you know, Jamal Murray didn't play the way he was supposed to, and you know, you look at the East. I'm looking at the East now, and I actually like the matchup that's coming up because Milwaukee and Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, it, to me, that's a great matchup. I just want to Giannis and Kawhi. Giannis, yeah, Giannis and Kawhi together. You know, he's going to have to guard. Giannis is going to have to guard Kawhi and vice versa. Yes. We already seen that Jimmy Butler is one of the better defenders in the league, and he busted his ass. The whole whole time he busted uh-huh. Kawhi busted his ass the whole time and Giannis is not a better defender to me than Jimmy Butler he's just longer so that gives him a lot more of an edge uh but st- same vice versa when it comes to Kawhi because Kawhi is also one of the top defenders in the league I would give him top 10 defenders individually in one-on-one one-on-one he's definitely a top three I will say yeah even top three yeah 
absolutely. I mean, that, and that's what I mean. Like he, Jimmy Butler is in that top three as well. Yeah. Jimmy Butler is a, is a elite defender. Who and, else would we put in there? Oh, for elite defenders? Like a, the, yeah. Top like one-on-one defenders, man. Uh, I feel like he lost a step, but he was still good. Was Paul George. Okay. Um, I like and when, when you're talking about that. Gary position, Harris. Gary Harris is actually a really good defender. So did Tory Craig. He actually showed Tory up. Tory Craig, yeah. He um, actually showed up. I think he played the best against Damian Lillard and not a, Yeah, he's not a starter yet. No, but I think he could take that spot. If he had a full-time starting minutes, he has the potential to be a top five uh, one-on-one defender in the league. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I mean, Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul. I mean, there, there's a lot. I, th- I feel like there's a lot of good defenders in the league, but yeah, e- even Giannis. Giannis is in there too. You got to throw Giannis in there because he's long as shit. The dude averages like two or three steals a game still, so it's not like he's not getting his when it comes to defensive side of the game, and his blocks are monster. When I look at them against Toronto, I feel like Giannis is just still a, too much of an X factor. Like Kawhi's going to go off, but man, I feel like they're defensively a better team. Like Milwaukee is a top three defensive team in the league. So when you look at their stats and you look at how they play, it, man, it's going to be hard to stop those guys. I think, and also like one to five, you know, the top, their starters that pound for pound can hang with anybody. I, I think anybody. they're, I mean, they're not the Warriors because they don't have three Hall of Famers on their team necessarily as of right now. Right. But, but, the way Bledsoe's been playing this year, uh, that was a huge piece added to the puzzle that really took them to the next level. Um, Middleton, he always just keeps getting better. I think him growing with Giannis together, like they really mesh with each other and complement each other very well. Yeah, being an all-star this year too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Chris Middleton, also a hustler. That that dude plays hard. Yeah, he's a grinder. I like grinding. I like grinding players. Like he made a name for himself. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and, you know, that's a difficult situation to be in to try to make a name for yourself under the shadow of Giannis, who's been hyped, you know, ever since he was drafted out of Greece. Um, Yeah. But Giannis is, he's just got that fire in his eye right now. Like you can just tell all season from, from the very beginning of the preseason when he said that, that the first goal is to get the MVP award this year to prove that he's the best player in the world. You knew that he was just kind of focused on this year on just killing it and not letting anybody stop him. And he was unstoppable. I believe he's probably going to be the MVP of the year. So that dream has been I would have to give it to Giannis. I mean, I feel like they're going to they're going to fuck him though and still give it to James Harden. Um mm. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Possibly. But Giannis is definitely the most versatile player in the game. I mean, he got to get he's got to get him a jump shot. If he gets a consistent jump shot, bro, I mean, this dude can finish at at the top positions in the in the league. Period. Like the, yeah. the number he has, I feel like he's even more versatile than LeBron was. And LeBron is probably the most versatile player on the planet right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but definitely. if you're talking about who's going to be the next greatest player, it is Giannis by far. Yeah. You can tell by far. If he, de- if he can deliver a consistent jump shot, even if it's just mid-range, you're talking about one of the most dynamic players out there. The dude is long. He can get wherever he can. Nobody can defend him. And he's literally the most undefendable person in the game. And we always talk about Kevin Durant. He's the best offensive, un, you know, unstoppable guy because he's 6'10", he's long, he can shoot over you. If Giannis were to do that, he's the same but just better. And it's yeah. like, damn, Kevin Durant has always been a close second. Right now I, I could put him in second at where he's at. But if you're talking about who's going to take over, it's going to be Giannis. And the way he willed this team to get to the, where they are right now – 
dominated they're, the East. They're dominating the exactly. No LeBron, so he has no more pressure to try to beat one of the exactly who he wants to be or emulate or as far as their styles. They play very stylistically the same. They always got the ball in their hand. They're always dishing it off. They're grabbing rebounds. They're doing everything. They're making monster blocks. Um, Giannis is that guy. So if I feel like somebody who could – I still don't feel like he's ready. I know he's going to – I feel like he, they're going to beat the Toronto Raptors in six. Okay. That's where I'm at. I don't think it's going to go seven games. But if they got to play the Warriors, I think he will lose against the Warriors. This will be the Warriors three-peat. But it's going to teach him so much, and he's going to come back, and he probably might win next year depending on who it is because we'll see what happens with the, with the shakeup in the game. Uh, because there's there's going to be a lot of movement this summer. It's going to be a hot summer when it comes to trades and everything else. There's even talks about Ben Simmons for LeBron type of shit. You know, there's all kind of stuff out there right now. So even if some of it is true, there's going to be some movement. And to me, that stands really well for Giannis because if the, the West shakes up and Clay Thompson moves or something like that and, and – uh, the teams kind of shake up a little bit. That's going to give him more window of opportunity. I think he's the most ready to win. Yeah, he's got a great coach there in Budenholzer. That was a great addition for Milwaukee as well. Yeah. And Giannis just works hard. Like, I think all he's focused on is being the best basketball player in the world. I think that's all he wants. And yeah. he's definitely playing like it. Uh, even, even when they clinched that last round, the confetti was falling. Some of his teammates were celebrating. He just saw that look in his eye. He just walked straight into the locker room like, we haven't won anything yet, That you know. Exactly. Just he has that hunger. Up. He has that hunger. Yeah. Like, it's it's like that look Shaq would have in the playoffs. Yeah. I really don't feel like anybody's going to really mm-hmm. uh, step, to, step to him as far as that. Like, I feel like in the next – when you're looking at the next uh, group of players who will win, I think – I don't know if the Warriors – run is over but they're definitely gonna not they're not gonna be the top team anymore and so that's gonna leave the the, the door open for the entire league and once the league is kind of done shaking around I re- just really like, really feel like he's gonna take his team to the next level we've seen James Harden and what he can do but they he he doesn't motivate his other teammates to play the same way that Giannis does Giannis makes them hunger for that shit just like the rest of them right. I don't feel like the Rockets hunger for that they're a built team you got Harden, you know, Chris Paul, they got some good chemistry, but you don't see it the way that, that you see it with this Milwaukee team. And they're the most dangerous team to me. I, I feel like they will give the, the, the Warriors some problems. Um, I just don't know if they have enough. Defensively, I think they match up really well, though. Yeah, and they have depth. I think they're a little bit deeper yeah. than... It, I think that's what it's going to come down to. I was actually going to say that. It's, I think that's what it's going to come down to if if that's how it shakes out in this Milwaukee versus Golden State, it's going to be who has the better bench, period. Because those guys on Milwaukee's bench are hungry too, and so are the ones on Golden State. But it's like, how do you come in? You got Iguodala, who's a you know spark plug. He can do he can do a lot of things. Um, if he gets hot, that's where they're different. And Sean Livingston. If he gets hot, that's where they're different. Like, even if this game's a struggle, if they come in and come bust your ass, it's going to be hard to win against that. So those guys are going to have to match up, and they're and they're seasoned. That's the only other yeah. thing that I see against, you know, Giannis that's going to probably hurt him is they're seasoned. They're not yeah, going to no. know how to come back from that, and those are different kind of games. And I would imagine that Iguodala is going to be starting and guarding 
Giannis, and I think Giannis is going to eat. So, oh yeah, he's definitely going to eat. It's everybody else. That's that's yeah. not who I'm concerned about. I'm not concerned about Giannis at all. I think he he might struggle a game though, just because it, it it's a different format. It's a different level. He's got that hunger, but you know you've seen him even in previous years, the year before. You know, it's not that he's scared or anything. He just has a bad game. If he has a bad game because they're changing shots, they're not getting the calls that they normally get, how do you accustom to that? And that's where it hurts Giannis is because he doesn't have another part of his game. He doesn't have a solid jumper to help him through that. That's a different game. Like, let's say you can't, you can't get to the paint. You're not getting the calls at the paint, and you, you're not making your layups. You can at least get, like, a 15-footer, and that's different. You know, a 10-footer, a 15-footer, something to get you wet in the game he doesn't have that consistent shot. And that's where I think he's going to hurt a little bit. But luckily for him, everyone else on that squad's got that shot, though. Like even Brooke Lopez. That's true. They do. They got shooters. But what I'm saying is, like, they get cold, too, though. We've seen games where they get cold, too. And you can't afford to be cold against Golden State that long because Golden State, if they start out cold, you can hang in the game, but then they eventually get hot. It only takes one of them to get there. Like, that's yeah. the whole thing. Like, it only takes one of those guys to get there. I don't know if they have that other guy who can carry them like that. Because you, you, you've all – everybody's seen games where Clay could carry them, uh, Steph could carry them, KD could carry them, and it's only got to be one of them to be winning, to be successful. Like, if one of them got 40 points, you lost. doesn't matter. So that's kind of like where – it's going to be a difference. I, I like the matchup a lot, though. So that's really what I want to see at this point is those two okay. uh, in the finals. Awesome. So do you think – which backcourt do you like better, Golden State's or Portland's? For backcourt, of course you got to take Golden – to me, Golden State. I like okay. how how doggish Portland's backcourt is. I love it because those guys are hungry being young uh, guys who come from schools that didn't get a lot of – you know, tout. They didn't have right. a lot of tout coming into the league. And now they're in a, a city that doesn't get a lot of tout professional sports wise. In general. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you, if you come in like that, um, you know, it's, it's hard. And it, it, he even said it the other night that when he, when he came off the floor from game seven against the nuggets, now CJ McCollum, he's just like, you know, I came from the mud. So I, I like that. I love players that are like that. I came from the mud, you know, okay, so. Who had the better series clinching shot? Damian Lillard or Kawhi Leonard? Damian Lillard. Just Damian because Lillard. his was more pure. I feel like his was more pure, but they were up a lot more. Kawhi got lucky. He got bounces. So he got the bounces, but that was the first ever buzzer beater in a game seven in NBA history. Was so, it? Yeah, that was the first buzzer beater to win a game seven in NBA history. Really? Yeah. So, oh, man. Okay. So that's kind of – I like Dame's shot a lot better. It was a smoother shot, and it was from, like, China. <laughs> <laughs> For real, dog. <laughs> it was, like, from the half-court line almost. You know, from, it, it really was. Definitely was. From the logo. Definitely from the logo at center court. Yeah. And um, Kawhi's shot was crazy too, man, because it, it was a deep two kind of falling into the ground. And yeah, it was, but he like ran to the. He, <laughs> it just looks. And this, first of all, he traveled. So let's not even go there. <laughs> um, people, I'm not gonna hate on Kawhi. I shot good thing you made it, bro. I mean, Kawhi. Kawhi is a, definitely a top five player in the league, so I give him that. He hit it, but the, the, it just looked. It was like a boring ass shot, and I feel like it was just lucky because he. Not even that is boring. He's just like he took it. He 
traveled, drove to the corner and threw up a prayer and then bounced around. Um, you say Kawhi and boring in the same sentence. He's I sure did. Guy. He's a fun guy. <laughs> fun guy. I'm a fun guy. Shirt. I need to find that clip. If I find that clip, I'm just gonna throw it in here. I might forget about it later, but yeah. even had the shirt that said "fun guy" on it on the way to the arena yeah. that day, bro. The, yeah. the New Balance shirt it says "fun guy." Yeah, Man. fun guy, and people making memes out of it. Like, man, you got beat by the guy. Who wears New Balances? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, look, that was, the, that was also the first. With that, as long as they're comfortable. That was the first buzzer beater outside of the YMCA in New Balances <laughs> ever hit. In New Balances. <laughs> <laughs> There's been 532 buzzer beaters at the YMCA with New Balances. <laughs> And <laughs> one in the NBA, and it was Kawhi Leonard to win game seven against the Philadelphia 76ers. And that is really why Embiid was crying, bro, because he got beat by a dude in New Balances. <laughs> I'd be crying too, bro. What'd you do, bro, if a white guy hit a buzzer at you at the Y, bro? <laughs> what would you do? Bro? You'd be looking like Embiid crying, bro. Bro, I'm quitting. I'm going home. I'm walking off. <laughs> I don't want nothing. No, you want to run the second you fuck no. I don't want to run shit. I want to run. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> don't ever forget you lost to a guy in New Balances. But <laughs> no, real talk. Kawhi, I mean, Kawhi, he did his thing. He was busting people's ass the whole time. I feel it. But yeah, Dame Lillard definitely with the best with the best uh Game just just ended it. He ended it, and he told niggas to shut up. <laughs> and, what, and I loved it. What percentage chance do you give Kawhi Leonard staying in Toronto next season? He's a free agent. Understood. You know what? I actually give him. I give him more chance now, just because they're further in the playoffs. They're not far away. They they're a Kyle Lowry trade away from <laughs> better. Kyle Lowry is a fucking scrub. If he's getting help. If Kyle Lowry is busting ass, if he even gives you 25 a game, 20 points a game, if he gives you 20 points a game, they're blowing out everybody. That's how <laughs> – these games that they're losing are not by a lot. They got blown out a few times, but most of the games are within – are less than 10 points. So if you're talking about less than 10 points you need, and Kyle Lowry's giving you seven, nigga, you, give, you get him 10 more points and he's at 17 points, this is a game. You, you're either tying it or you're exceeding. So if he gives you 20, 25 points, you win the game most times. So it's, it's the, to me, Toronto is a step away from being the better team. Toronto is just not that market yet, so it's going to be hard. That's why they haven't traded Kyle Lowry is because Kyle Lowry is still better than a lot of point guards in the league. He just doesn't show up in the playoffs. So it's kind of hard to get rid of him, but you need somebody. You need somebody. So to me, like, he could stay. I, I actually give him more like a 50-50 now. You have to consider okay. it because he'll still get paid decent money because he played two seasons there or one season there. So they're still going to be able to pay him decent money. But I know he wants to be home. I feel all of that. I do that too. But you got to really keep that in mind. You're going to somewhere that unless he goes to L.A. Clippers, if he goes to Clippers, okay, that's a different situation. They might be ready to go right now. They can definitely make a run. They made the playoffs with a good team. But no stars like that. You know, you got Montrez Harrell, you got Ty Lu, or, or excuse me, not Ty Lu, Lou Williams. 
Yeah, and Lou Williams is actually balling, but he's not a starter or nothing like that. If you give them that one other player, they can go deep too in the in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But that that's the only thing that looks to me as far as scenario wise. I wouldn't want to go to the Lakers. Um, that shit's a shit show right now. So if I were him, I would either stay or I'm going to the Clippers. It has to be 50-50, though, at least in my opinion. You think you can go to Boston or New York? Nah, I think he leaves that shit alone. Uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like I feel like Kyrie might go to L.A. just because now he realized like shit. I'm not that nigga. So <laughs> you know, I'm cold and I can score, but I need somebody else. Like that's what he slept on, and that's his fucking fault. Uh, he should so, go to Toronto. He could go to Toronto. That could actually be a dope ass fit, to be honest. Him and Kawhi and Siakam. Yeah, I think that would actually be fire, to be honest. But yeah, you could sign and trade Lowry to the Celtics. Yeah, and actually, that to me, that's actually a good swap, to be honest. Like Kyle Lowry seems like he still needs some building. Brad Stevens is that dude who can make yeah. it really work. Yeah, you could just see what Brad Stevens did with Isaiah Thomas, for instance. Right. I think he can that's get that. I think Look at you, foresight seeing right there, Paulie. That's <laughs> crazy. That'd actually be way dope. If they didn't do that. Um, yeah, and then Kawhi can come to Denver, and then we're all Gucci. <laughs> I hear a far shot of him coming to Denver, and it's a really far shot. I seen I seen Denver uh, said they were going to go after Jimmy Butler, too. I think that would be a good fit. I uh, think that would be a good fit. Because Everybody's the, talking about waiting on, uh, what's his name, Porter? Michael Porter. Porter. Yeah. But, be, I mean – you never know uh, if Michael Porter Jr. didn't get injured in college, he would have been the number one overall pick in that draft over Aiton. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, that's the thing is injuries injuries are a bitch. I mean, they come and get you. They but he's sat two years, though, now. So that's yeah. the same amount of time that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid uh, sat before they started in the league. Maybe he'll be cold. I don't, I don't know if I've seen enough tape on him to really think if he's going to be that good. But yes. So out of high school, he was touted as, like, the next Durant is what they were saying with him. I'm not saying that he is by any chance, but there's a shot that even if he's, you know, three quarters of that, if he's at least three quarters of that, you got a steal in the draft. Yeah. He was a risk player to go get it anyway. And they got him in a good spot. So I I feel it. Um, But yeah, I think like a Jimmy Butler would be a perfect fit for Denver to pick up. Uh, The the team hustles, right? They play hard every play. They never stop running. So he wouldn't have anything to really bitch about. Uh, Right. Jokic could pass him the ball. He can, you know, do whatever he wants with with it after that. So I think that would probably be a good fit. But I think Jimmy's going to stay in Philly. Those fans love him. And we all know those Philly fans don't love anybody. Right. And they love him. Like every time Jimmy touches the ball, they scream like it's the MVP getting the ball. And he's their third option on their team. So I think that's a good fit for him, at least until he cancerizes (laughs) into the locker room and forces (laughs) Unfortunately, but I I don't really see that. It, it, all his gripes have usually been about people not playing as hard as him. So right. he'd be going in with a team that has a motor like that, right? Like you know, Embiid likes to win. Simmons, I don't know about Ben Simmons' drive or motivation. Is he still messing around with that Kardashian Jenner chick? Uh, you know what? I don't know, babe. Is is uh. We gotta consult the ex phone a friend yeah, right about now. Phone a friend right now. <laughs> is Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons still dating uh, Kylie no. or Kendall? No. Yeah, Kendall. they're still da- they're still dating though. Yeah, I think so. Oh shit! Yeah, she said they're still dating. 
All right. Well, Ben Simmons will be at Sunday service this next weekend. Just so y'all know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now he's at the playoffs. So, yeah, he could definitely go to Sunday Sunday service service next weekend. (laughs) Real talk, bro. Take your ass to church and learn how to shoot a jump shot, Ben Simmons. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That fool hasn't made a three ever, I don't think. No man, he's he's the worst three point shooter ever, and he's just like Giannis. He's like a he's like a jump shot away from one of the best players out there. Like Jason Tatum could be that, but he doesn't play as hard as any of those guys. <laughs> like uh, Jason Tatum is so much of a disappointment to me right now. Well, he was dope, man, until he got that Kobe seal of approval, and then I think it just got to his head. Yeah, maybe it got to his head, bro, because this was like the worst season ever. Like I thought he was gonna be busting niggas' ass for like twenty five nine and nine a night. Like, I was like, man, he going to be cold. And Boston blew it. You talking about a blew it? They blew it. Just like the Chicago kicker. His last name is Blew It. Ah, they blew fucking it. blew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy. But, yeah, man. So, who you got? If the finals come down to it, who you got in the finals? And who do you pick to win in, like, 30 seconds? All right, I got the Trailblazers losing in five, and I've got Milwaukee winning in five as well. So Milwaukee and the Warriors, and then we'll save our predictions for that for uh, if that happens. Whenever the finals come up, we'll do a little episode about that. Ah, yeah, I like that. All right, so mine is kind of pretty much the same. I actually got Golden State in four. I feel like they're going to get swept. Then I got Milwaukee in six. And I got Milwaukee and Golden State in the finals. And like Polly said, we're going to be in here in a couple of weeks when we see what happens, man. Yeah, I'm hoping that we get some good series here. I think we will. So, I mean, yeah, man. check that out. Let's get back into the mix. Yes, sir.
welcome back track of the week time uh we had a lot, couple of great tracks to pick from a bunch of dope projects drop in we'll cover some of our favorite album releases here in a couple of weeks probably in, yes, uh, yes. beginning of june we'll go over our favorite albums of may because there's just been some straight heat dropping yeah, lately. sleeping out there y'all better start watching and, and, and listening man y'all lacking out there follow me and polly on some shit because i swear we posting about a lot of different music that's dope and if you're not on it you're gonna miss but anyways this year's <laughs> really been uh so far to me the year of r&b there's just been so much heat r&b music dropping left and right out of left field right field everywhere and uh yeah. one album that really caught our ear over the past week uh, Jamila Woods, Legacy, Legacy. So uh, Jamila Woods, some of you might know her from Chance the Rappers, Sunday Candy, or Blessings. She was on both of those. I think even last week yeah. we brought her up, like how she was featuring on a, on a bunch of tracks lately. Yeah, on a bunch of tracks. She's been on uh, pretty pretty much a, a heat wave right now. They're really uh, starting to pick up on Jamila. Um, I first think I saw her uh, doing some stuff with Ninth Wonder like way back. That's probably the first yeah. time I've seen the name uh, Jamila Woods and love the love the vocals and uh, like Polly said, it's the year of the R&B. Like, I think we've featured a lot of R&B tracks. I know we did Inside with Steve Lacey. Uh, we did some Kyle Dion, which is like alternative, but still mm-hmm. uh, R&B-ish. And then, uh, uh, damn, a lot, just a lot, man. We we featured a lot of it um, to low file everything. <laughs> so, yeah. This is no different, but because the, the, the R&B singers are kind of bringing it and really good content, really great track, uh, really, really nice album. Like, I'm feeling it right now. There's really two albums there. And like we said, we'll kind of talk about them. Um, Ari Lennox and, and Jamila Woods is definitely yeah. the thing. But this is uh, Jamila Woods' time. And uh, this track that we like, one of the one of the many tracks on there that I like, I mean, I like pretty much the whole album but this track is really dope uh i think it's gonna really be something our listeners like so definitely download this if you ain't heard of it it's jamila woods from the legacy legacy project this is giovanni i'm gonna run that right now So I 
Subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. Take the antidote.com.